episode of Dr. Me First. I'm your colleague in medicine and coach in life, Dr. Erin Wiseman. And my mission in this world is to help you go from a place of burnout, brokenness, and despair to one that is joy-filled, sustainable, and that you absolutely freaking love. And I'm so excited to start this new series called Favorites. So it's with some of my favorite female physicians, and we're talking about our favorite things. So let's go ahead and jump in this episode with Dr. Laura Saller. Here we go. Welcome to the Favorites Podcast. Thanks for having me, Dr. Erin. Absolutely. Well, tell all of my guests about yourself if they haven't caught your amazing episode from before. Hi, I am Dr. Erin's sister from another mister. I am Laura Salier, DO, and I run a private functional practice in Monroe, Wisconsin, so equally as rural as Dr. Erin. And we're both runners, and we just connected instantly. I speak about creativity and optimizing your life, so I inspire physicians and healthcare professionals to tap into their right brain and play and have fun. How did we first even meet? Was it LinkedIn? I want to say it was. I don't know. I just know, like, instantly we were BFFs. I haven't been running as much lately because, you know, I busted up my foot. Yeah, this whole, I know, growing old with aches and pains, you know, you got to, like, flex with that and so yeah in the school year you know anytime you start in a new school year it's like crazy transition time for it is that is that would be my not favorites podcast is like yeah. starting school year it's always like a couple weeks of this like where are we going who's picking up who what's going on yeah mover duty mom and uber mover duty that's so, right yeah. well let's jump into this because the whole premise of this is i wanted to talk to my favorite people about their favorite things because so many times we bitch and moan about the things we hate And I'm like, let's just talk about good things a little bit because this is an amazing podcast. What are your other favorite podcasts? That is the new way to introduce people, I think, at a cocktail party for me. It's not like who, what music do you listen to or no longer we listen to TV shows because like they're really, everybody just Netflix and binges anyway. So it's like podcasts. So my favorite one, oh my gosh, I love Aubrey Marcus. I love Aubrey Marcus. He likes to talk about plant medicine flow state. I love Rich Roll for the same reasons. I love the Speaker's Lab, which is great for public speaking and clarifying your message. Uh, the Create podcast is about creativity. Oh my gosh, I should just scroll through all my... I love the That's I'm pulling forum. my phone up because I'm going to do yeah. my next and I'm writing all of yours down. But those I know, are great. Look here. Yeah. So I'll um, give you time to look. And so yeah. some of my favorite podcasts right now that I listen to probably on a pretty regular basis is the Bad Christian podcast. <laughs> it's a fun podcast uh, where these guys are kind of deconstructing their religion and their faith and then like seeing what's worked and like asking the questions that we were always forbidden to ask. And nice. saying fuck all the time too, which that's is good. You got to have F words that make it better. The other good one that I'm loving right now is the TED interviews. Oh, so I love that those. guy. I think is Nigel is like going and talking more in depth, like with the most powerful TED talk speakers. Mm-hmm. Some of them get way over my head. I'm not going to lie, but I feel uber smart when I actually listen oh, to it's the awesome. whole thing. It's osmosis. You're going to, you're going to absorb it. Yes. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. Yeah. Functional forum. I love cause it's all about functional medicine. I love feminist wellness is awesome. Really good communication stuff. So yeah. Tell me more about your favorites. Um, 
Mine are all guilty pleasures, as you can't tell. I, I listen to I listen to your podcast when you put up a new episode, and I listen to a lot of the other female physician podcasts. So they're just kind of like in my repertoire, but sure. fun ones that are kind of like outside of our world is Call Your Girlfriend. It's these two BFFs who they record their um, calls between each other, but then they also bring up issues and they have guests sometimes. It's a really, really fun one. It makes me think that I want to do that with my BFFs. That's and a awesome. new one that I recently have gotten into is Million Dollar Badass. Ooh. So I heard Rachel Rogers speak at this conference recently. And after she said how she had a podcast, I was like, done, in. And so I've just started, like, I've only gotten a couple episodes in, but I'm already just so inspired. So she's a lawyer by training that got, like us, got burned out and kind of grindy and, like, realized that all women can make seven figures and she was going to figure out how to do it. And so she's specifically a business coach and she offers legal advice. And so now she's like blown up this business and it's all about inclusion and, you know, handling the mom work-life balance and like giving permission to nice. even chase after that and do yeah. it in your own way. So it's, I would highly recommend that podcast. What's it called again? Million. Million dollar badass. Nice. Cause who doesn't fucking want to make a million dollars in a year? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I don't want to wait till retirement. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, Any yeah. other podcast you're thinking of? Is oh God. Oh yeah. There's a ton. I love Freakonomics. Oh, I love that one too. Love it. I also love um stuff you should know because it's just fun. They have like crazy weird things that are random. Oh gosh. I also love Nora McInerney's Terrible Thanks for Asking. It's really Oh good. yeah. I started listening to that one yeah, too. Tell really our good. audience about it. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of like things that we, and, and she, the backstory on her is she lost her husband to brain cancer like years ago and they had kids and, and she ended up, you know, kind of reflecting when people would ask her, how are you feeling? Well, terrible. Thanks for asking. And so this podcast is all about terrible things that you know, we don't feel like we can be vulnerable about. So whether it's suicide or death or cancer or what a dog's dying, it can be anything. And um, it gives a chance for people to share their story. And then the listeners really get a lot out of it. I think it's lots of heartbreaking stories, but it helps you remain human and there's humor infused. So she's brilliant. She's a great interviewer and tends to make people laugh even through the tears. So I highly recommend it. I do too. So I read her memoir after I heard her on somebody else's podcast mm-hmm. and then I hopped into hers. And at first I was like, this is going to be too dreary, but it's like, it gives the space to say, you've been through the suck. Let's talk about it. So yeah. that is a good one. It, it does make me kind of get teared up and kind of cry. Yeah. Another one along those lines that I heard about is called motherhood sessions. Mm. And it is with, um, what's her name? Alexander Sachs. She's a psychiatrist and she talks with all different types of families and women about motherhood. Ooh. And like one episode I specifically remember was she was talking to this woman who had been in a long-term relationship and decided to go ahead and get like a sperm donor and have a baby on her own mm-hmm. because she was like ready, but she didn't have the partner yeah. and like talking through all of that and just, she's amazing though. And just the questions I find myself at times, like giving myself permission. One thing I will put out there is like, I realized that me having children, but from listening to this podcast was maybe not all of my decision. Like maybe right. it was imposed on me by my oh yeah and my family and like coming yeah. to terms with that and no longer yeah. like hiding that oh yeah. so good so that's another that one so she hasn't had recent episodes in a while and but the first motherhood season sessions? motherhood I sessions need to listen to that but the first season is I would I would listen to it again because it was so good 
And I'm like, I kind of am thinking about it. I'm like, how does she get away with HIPAA and all that? But I guess she just has people like sign off on it for their therapy. Yeah. I almost want to call her and be like, will you therapize me and put it on the podcast? Totally. I think, <laughs> well, I think that's a nugget of a lot of our, I guess if you could ask our anxiety, what the favorite is, it's motherhood because we're always anxious about motherhood. We're, we're doing it wrong. We're not doing enough. We're do- and I agree. It's like, it was kind of a mind blowing experience for me too, to kind of come to terms that well, I didn't really actively choose motherhood. You know, it's like, it was just sort of what you do. And I love being a mom and I love my kids, but I could equally see a parallel universe where I didn't have kids and I would be happy too. And I think that's okay to say in in society. I think people get so nervous about being, you know, you have to be like the all inclusive. I think so too, because I really thought about that a lot lately for my own life now seeing kind of where we're at with kids and like kind of imagining like you said that parallel universe like without kids and I mean I think you have to you never know because you're not in it you know there would probably be some amount of grief like for not being able to have children and all that but it's just it's like that parallel that I think is really important to realize like yeah probably it'd be in a lot different place with a lot more money and time but right but also like you said there's grief with any universe that we live in any parallel universe and I think when people act like this is going to complete us to be a mom and to fulfill us, that's the part where I'm like, I don't subscribe to that anymore. It's like, you can live whatever life you want and in any universe you want to live. And I'm sure you could find other ways you could have lived and been happy too. It just would have been different trade-offs. Yeah. I've really come to terms too, that I'm not the primary parent with my husband. He parents differently, but I think he does take a more, a different approach to Mm -hmm. it. And like, now I realize I'm like, that's okay. Like tonight I'm going to be gone and tomorrow night I'm going to be gone. And then like in two weekends, I'm going to be traveling. And I used to have that mom get, but now I realize I'm like, that's just not who I am. And I need to embrace this other stuff and not evidently be that the framed thought of what we should be. Yes. And I, that's, it still will drive me to therapy though. That mom guilt is, is wicked. It is wicked because even when you're okay with it on a logical level, there's that little like deep seated thing in your brain that still creeps up and says, yeah, but you're not there or you need to be doing this and having cookies all the time for your kids and be, you know, you just can't do that. Do you think it's biological or do you think it's societal that places that little thing? I think it's both. I think it's both. I think there is a biological nugget in there. I mean, there's got to be, but then I think it's really heavily society. I mean, just the way everything's scripted and the words that we use when we talk to kids, even that we just can't help that we're just used to growing up in that, in that TV land where the mom is the nurturer, the dad is the, you know, disciplinarian. It's like all these kind of old tropes that we just sort of ascribe to. And now we're finally questioning it. I love that I'm raising my daughter in this era. I think it's awesome. Like, and I script that with my kids. Like, I don't ever say when you get married or when you have kids. It's like, well, if you decide, if you want, you don't have to. I mean, that was never said to me, you know, and how cool that that's like, you do you. Exactly. I was having a conversation. So my second grader has been in love with this little girl since preschool. So it's like his entire lifelong that he's loved this little girl. And, you know, he talks about getting married to her and that then his little brother can come live with them. And I'm like, and I'm like, buddy, like, so if this doesn't happen, like, how unstable are you going to be with this? (laughs) You know, like, we'll be okay. And even, and I really push against my family because I see it a lot in our extended oh, yeah. family when Christmas or birthday toys are in my daughter versus my sons. Yeah. I, I push back a lot on that. Totally. My sister does too. She's a, my sister is a staunch feminist as well. And she's very adamant about don't give us gender specific toys that are 
like dolls for the girls, cars for the boys, like we can be whatever. And, and you know, what I, you talk about extended family and something that annoys me is the minute you have two people in a family make some milestone, like they get married or something, and then suddenly you have these people asking, okay, now, now when are you having kids? Like it's this automatic assumption. They want to like keep track of your like business, your milestones, you know, yeah. like. And it's yeah. like, can we just have like consensual sex for a while and right. procreate? <laughs> Which reminds me of another favorite podcast. It's called, oh, True Sex and Wild Love by Whitney and Wednesday. Oh, I can't remember. It's a professor. Anyway, and they talk about female sexuality and just uh, all the science behind it. So if you kind of want to geek out about science and sociology and anthropology, it's such a I have another good sex podcast. It's called Unscrewed. And it's nice. on the sexual culture of the U.S. It's nice. so good. I listened to one that was talking about the, um, the purity culture and what it did to all of us in the nineties, oh. like with true love weights and all like that bullshit, how now that generation, including myself is now dealing with all of these like sexual issues that mm-hmm. we kind of had put aside, but you know, now is kind of coming to fruition. As yeah, far as that's that. awesome. So that's unscrewed amazing. is a good one. And another fun one is the endless honeymoon. And it's with these two comedians and they get on the phone and talk with other people about like their love and sex and marriage issues, but they're comedians. They're not therapists, Oh, that's awesome! but it's a good one too. And, uh, sometimes they, they ask each other questions and you can tell they're very like impromptu that they pull out of a deck of cards. And so I've started like taking those questions and asking my husband and making him really uncomfortable and embarrassed, but it's so good. It's so, I'm like, we need to know these things, right? That's awesome. Oh my God. You know, a good podcast that I came across recently that it's not podcast. It's actually like a story. It's a New York times editorial story that they expanded out into yeah, like love five episodes. It's called 1619. And oh. it's actually talking about how the, the actions of slavery, how deeply rooted that is into our culture. And they take it all. So 1619 Ooh. was when the first Africans arrived on the shores of the, what would become the United States. Oh my gosh. It is wow. so impactful for me. I didn't think, realize. Like, can my kids listen to it? Do you think I'm a high schooler? And- high schooler definitely could. Like it's, it's yeah. not, it's very New York timesy, but it just, it goes in and it talks about in the first episode about the Declaration of Independence and about Thomas Jefferson, you know, he was a slave owner and that they talked about there was actually words that he had put in there that got scratched out because then it would be going against the act of slavery. And they were, it was already so deeply rooted. The episode I just listened to was like three or four and they were talking about the cotton industry. And I mean, we always heard about Eli Whitney and the cotton gin and all of that crap in U.S. history. This goes so much deeper into it. And they talk about from like the early slaves, uh, their quote unquote productivity to after the cotton gin, it wasn't, I mean, the cotton gin made the cotton go faster, but it still had to be picked. And, uh-huh. and they talked about how these poor people operating at a 400 times productivity level. And oh there was God. even like sciences about like what to feed slaves, how much sleep they were like, I don't know because of where I grew up. And I mean, I know that I have privilege, but just really educating myself about it. It's been a really powerful podcast. And that's I awesome. Seeing things through new eyes now. Yeah, that's, those are the best kind, the compelling ones. I'm definitely going to check that one out. Good recommendation. Another good one that has helped me see through new eyes is called You Have Permission. And it's this, about this guy. I think he was a, he was a Christian music guy 
maybe went into ministry, but then started having like more and more questions. And he is in like seminary, like very much a theologue, but never felt like he was able to ask the questions that he really wanted to. And so like some of the episodes, for instance, if you're in the evangelical Christian culture, like, can, can you believe some non-Christians are saved? And then theoretically talking about aliens and can I change your mind healing prayer and like just a lot of, um, he talks about being gay and how that is so controversial within the Christian culture, but why are we not asking those questions? And like one was like seeking Christ through Buddhist meditation. So, I mean, it's another, as you can tell, like I'm doing my own like faith. Yeah. He turns it on its head. I love it. But yeah, really going through. And he was actually one where I first started to hear about what comes after the purity culture and like everything that we were kind of inundated with boys will be boys, but girls, you have to like Mm -hmm. hold the line Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. And the whole like being pure and what Mm -hmm. that suggested now, Mm -hmm. you know, and all the bullshit with it. So that's a good podcast I'll throw out there. That's awesome. Any more you can think of off the top of your head? Um, Let's see. I'm trying to think one I really liked personally as well. is called this naked mind. And it's done by Annie Grace. She wrote a book called This Naked Mind. And it's about just turning on its head our relationship with alcohol in society, especially with women, and how it's just, that's what adults do. You're old, you drink alcohol now, that's a privilege. You go out and you, you know, clink wine glasses with the ladies and with the friends, whatever. And it's just so part of society. Again, it's like what you're talking about with all these different podcasts that makes you think of things differently. And it makes you think of, well, wait a second maybe that's not good. And alcohol is actually the only legal poison. There's no medical reason to drink alcohol and yet we encourage it. And too many people are having a very dysfunctional relationship with alcohol. So she's not AA. In fact, she's like, nope, this is not about like no alcohol. It's about finding a different balance and kind of inviting it into your life as much as it's serving you. And if it doesn't serve you, then definitely leaving it on the table because you know, it's the brave people that decide not to drink and tapping into other ways to feel connected with people, because that's really what it is, is a a crutch to kind of say, oh yeah, let's, let's share drinks and get connected. But, you You know, know, and like having that intentional relationship with alcohol to say, I think that's the most important thing, instead of just making assumptions, like this is what we do, but being like, no, I truly want to enjoy this drink. Yes. Yeah. Like you said, instead of using Yeah. Living intentionally, I think is just such a good overall general thing we should all try to do. What about business podcasts? You got any that you go to right now to help with your life? Yeah, I would say um, the functional forum for me is good because it's about functional medicine, about game changers, about people that are leveling up the way we deliver medical care. I love that one, but I also love momentum podcasts by Alex Charpin and he does like entrepreneurial things, but anybody can listen. They're really small, short 10 minute segments. And he's got great little things that you can apply to anything like stress. You know, he's like, how do you, what makes an entrepreneurial person feel overwhelmed? Well, it's like pressure and noise plus something unknown equals overwhelm. And you can apply that to anything like, okay, my, my Google calendar is busy with all these kid activities. And I don't know the unknown outcome for this weekend. I'm feeling overwhelmed. You know, like it's just easy. And so he has a lot of these cool ways that you can kind of apply to your life. And then I do love that Speakers Lab um, podcast because it's about public speaking. And even if you're not a public speaker, it's a great mental exercise to listen because it applies to so many other business parts of your life, like clarity, vision, you know, um, ad copying, you know, writing, all this kind of stuff. So it's, it's really good. Awesome. Yeah, those are good. I like kind of go on ebb and flows. Like I'll get into business podcasts and I'm like too much, too much. 
Because yep. exactly, it's the overwhelm. Yeah. It's like, like, I can't do all this. But Totally, you need like a palate cleanser. Like, let's do some fluff. Let's listen to some sex stuff. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We want to be a well-rounded podcast listener. Right. I love it. Yeah. For all of our listeners, I'll make sure that I'll put a whole list in the show notes so you can go there and check out podcasts we love. And of course, if you are enjoying the Dr. Me First podcast, the best thing that you can absolutely do is just tell a friend about it. I really don't care about five-star reviews. I would just love for it to get out and to get into more people's ears to let them know that they're not alone and they can have a lot of fun and do whatever they want in life and in in motherhood. Absolutely. a list of favorite podcasts from two female physicians check the show notes i'll have all the links in there if you want to go tag those podcasts and check them out a little bit and just a reminder we are getting ready to launch the first dr me first mastermind whoop whoop all of you amazing folks who I talk to on the phone and emails, I'm getting us all together in one place. And if you first want to come try it out and see if it's something for you, check out the master class on November 3rd. There's a link also in the show notes for this. This is a free one-hour class where we're coming together and we're talking about how to go from a place of burnout, brokenness, and despair to one that you absolutely freaking love. And how to get that process started. It'll be a little teaser for what the whole mastermind is going to be that starts in January. If you already know you want to be a part of the mastermind community, there's links in the show notes for that. Get your booty signed up and let's get going. We are less than 80 days until the new decade, 2020. I can't wait to kick it off with you guys to take you from a life where you're at to excel you forward and get you on the other side to where you can say, yeah, life is pretty good. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys. And remember, your life, your calling, your pulse matters. Bye.